0: This is an exclusive presentation of WoWo 1190 AM and 107.5 FM, Unholstered. And hey, we're back. Welcome on in here to Unholstered. My name is Kayla Blakesley. I'm one of your hosts here on Unholstered.
1: I represent the local media side. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sophia Rosales-Catina. I'm a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department, and I represent the law enforcement side, and welcome to our show in Holster. If you've
0: never been with us here before, this is the show all about topics that just don't often get discussed when it comes to law enforcement, not only locally, but regionally, uh, across the country, and that's never rang more true than it does today, actually, with this ongoing series that we have, Sophia, all about marijuana. It's like the topic of conversation right now, now that the election Are behind us. We're on to the next. And there's just so much discussion, particularly even here in our state of Indiana as well, about legalizing marijuana. Last week, um, we talked to a long term recovering addict and his position on legalizing marijuana. So I'd really encourage folks to go back to the Unholstered podcast. You can download it anywhere you download a podcast and take a listen to that. But we're kind of. Moving things right along with our next guest. And I know that you and I both know him really well. Yes. We wanted to kind of get the political perspective, the political side of this. So we have brought in State Representative Bob Morris. How's it going, Bob?
2: Ladies, it's great to be on the show.
0: I was just telling Bob off the air. I said, I don't know why you weren't the first person (laughs) that came to mind for me when it comes to having this discussion. But I had him on my show that I host during the week here um, in in Fort Wayne. And I was like, uh, you know, a bell went off. I was like, oh, yeah, let's have Bob on on
1: Yeah, I think it's great to get that perspective from the legal side and what they're doing down at the State House and what's going to be introduced and how that process works down there. Because um, I have a ton of questions that just as I've been reading, obviously through California mm-hmm. um, and all the difficulties they're having and some of the things that they've done regarding Proposition 64, that I just wanted to make s- sure if we go forward that these kind of. Um, Things that they're having problems with are addressed in our own legislation if this actually comes to fruition. So,
0: Bob, don't take it like Sophia and I are ganging up on you here. But we do have a lot of questions that I feel like it's important to get answers to. And I have told Sophia before we even started this pot talk series here on Unholstered that I feel like I could be swayed either way in this conversation. I'm kind of in this gray area of whether or not I think we should legalize Marijuana, and we can just talk specifically here in Indiana, uh, legalizing it here in the state. But I just kind of want to start off, so we're all on the same page. Where is it at right now in the state house? Where's just the conversation at when it comes to legalizing marijuana here?
2: Well, to look at legislation and the way legislation works, it's it's sitting with people like both of both of you and listening to you and your concerns, and Sophia in particular being in law enforcement. And then we go to the Capitol, and, and my colleagues and I we discuss it. We have committee hearings. So over the, the summer, there was a summer study committee on marijuana and legalizing marijuana. So uh, looking looking at that, and people come and testify at the Capitol, uh, both experts, recovering addicts, and in my job is to listen. Uh, I represent the people. I don't represent one party. I represent all the people in my district. The one party elects me. And I, I take their voice to the Capitol. And one thing I like to refer to it as is cannabis. And everyone thinks of marijuana. They mm-hmm. think of pot, you know. And we 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 discuss that uh, on your show. You know, as far as the different names for pot. And there's and, a
0: lot of them, and like, yeah. and I get it all confused too. So I do want you to kind of elaborate on that if you can, because you've got pot, marijuana, weed, hemp, cannabis, THC, green. green. Right. Like, right. there's hashish, Yeah, <laughs> like I can't even keep up with them. Mary all. Jane, did you yeah. say that? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah I didn't so. say that. Like, it could be the whole show. We could sit here, list them all off. So that's right. You know, I'm hoping we can, we can kind of get into the nitty gritty of the differences of some of these things.
2: So one, one. Uh, the hemp flower came to my committee. I'm the chairman of Commerce, Business, and Economic Development. So the hemp flower. So you, you have the marijuana flower, which is actually the bud of you know the plant, the particular plant. God put hemp on earth without THC, very minimal amounts of THC in the hemp plant. It has very high levels of CBD. Now, that's a cannabinoid. CBD is a cannabinoid. THC is a cannabinoid. And... Hemp actually has THCA, and when you actually burn, put a flame to THCA, it actually turns into delta-9.
0: What's the difference THC? between THC and THCA?
2: So THC is, is basically what is found in, in high amounts in marijuana. And so when you burn THC, it actually, actually is, is what gives you that high, it gives you that buzz. So marijuana has very high levels of THC hemp has very high levels of cbd so if someone smokes hemp they're actually going to get that cbd which is excellent for pain relief so the human body has two basically pain receptor uh sites the <clears throat> endocrine system excuse me which is what they discovered is it is an excellent excellent in, in pain relief uh for for chronic pain it's, it's what's targeted you've seen it at a number of different stores uh, across Indiana, we now have CBD. So that was popular, very popular. It came on the market three years ago. Yeah. So, I've,
0: I've used it. I still currently use it, if I'm going to say that. <laughs> Sophia? Well, it is legal.
1: <laughs> so, yes, you can say it.
2: So as long as it has less than 0.3% THC in the product, you can sell hemp. You can sell you know th- this particular product. So back to the, the golden one which is thc which is found in marijuana in high levels there's also other cannabinoids in marijuana just like hemp both the plants mirror each other but one has high levels of thc mm-hmm. one has high levels of cbd hemp has very very low levels of thc and as we legalized hemp over the over the the, the farm bill actually in 2014 yeah. 14, federally everyone tried to fool law enforcement and saying, hey, I have hemp. In reality, they had marijuana. So police officers at a stop cannot differentiate between hemp and marijuana. I've heard it in in testimony within my committee. My my dog strikes on THC. Actually, their dog strikes on the odor of cannabis. Hmm. And so very difficult for law, law enforcement to do that. But then we take a step back and we actually study why do people want this substance so bad? What does this substance do for them? And then we could talk about the cannab- um, we could talk about the opioid crisis that we currently have going on. Why do people want opioids for pain relief? Why do people want cannabis for, for there's so many cannabinoids in there's over a hundred plus cannabinoids in cannabis, and why, why do they want that so much? So that's where, where i' I sat through hours and hours of testimony at the Capitol listening to these different different questions.
0: so I feel like therein lies the rub in a lot of ways, but I think for starters already we're going over all these different things, the differences between hemp, marijuana, THC, THCA, CBD. And that list goes on and on. We don't just, forget
2: CBG. CBG.
0: I don't even know what that <laughs> is. But and, that, and that's, I think, where I struggle a little bit because, and Sophia and I have talked about this at great length, too, and Sophia and I feel like we're kind of probably on the same page of this. The marijuana today isn't just what we had 15, 20, 30 years ago. And so
1: that's where I get a little foggy when it comes to legalizing this stuff. To mirror what we said, you know, just as Nate Mullering was on last week and we talked about this, you know, even when you're going into, like, these pot stores, for better lack of term, in what are you getting? Like, is this scoop as powerful as this scoop over here? There's like, there's no measure of how much THC is coming in a plant. So, and it's unregulated. So I just write a script saying, hey, yeah, go get marijuana. But I don't know what kind I'm getting. I don't know what level I'm getting. So is it- Or always, how much of it do I yeah, take am I going to chase take? that high again? Because this one was more potent. Now I can't get that one. Now I'm going to smoke double to do- So it that's where it- Becomes problematic, I think, and especially when we're talking about people in recovery and people with uh, prone to addiction, those kinds of things so that's what concerns me um, and I think you touched on it a little bit is like we need to get back to the point of why are we even taking this? Why are we seeking this? Is this to mask things that we need to emotionally take care of? Is this really a pain thing, or am I just wanting to get high and spend my life in euphoria you right. know um, because
2: so to look at the testing aspect and how they test it so these farmers are growing these plants, and from a medical side of things and looking at uh, hemp, for example, it can't be over that 0.3% THC. So there is testing there that's done on, on a particular um, species of plants that are growing, indica, indica, sativa, and they send it away for testing. So if, if you look at how the dispensaries work and people that have testified and researching and looking at it, they can specify that this particular um, bag has 20% THC or it has 20% CBD or whatever the cannabinoid is that they're striking on and using for that. So from a a regulation standpoint, if we use Michigan as an example, when those regulators go in to test the specific product, they'll actually take samples of each each of the products and and look at it. One thing that's fascinating is if, if... you go and ask your doctor, can I use THC? Uh, can I use marijuana? So, well, smoking's harmful. Smoking's bad. Some studies I've read, people don't get lung cancer that smoke cannabis, which, which is amazing just from the, the medicine value of it. But to look at, Sophia, the, the, the question is, is how, how do we know what's in that particular bag? And you look at the studies. If we regulated it here in Indiana, it's a $2 billion business in Indiana. That's crazy. So people are leaving our, our state and going to mm-hmm. other states. And that's that's the part that strikes me when I look at constituents and say, I'm tired of driving to Michigan. Well, the first thing you and I think of, Sophia, is you're driving to Michigan, buying this substance, maybe smoking it there, and then driving it back here to it. Or are you driving it back here to Indiana? Now you're doing an illegal act. Well, I just picked it up for my neighbor. I picked it up for this person. So what my colleagues and I are looking at is, we have many constituents that are actually using this, this particular substance. It's illegal. Let's talk about Marion County, you know, right where the, the state capitol sits. Yeah, we're not going to arrest you for that. What do you mean you're not going to arrest them for that? Well, our jail is already full. So I look at that and say, well, let's study it more. Not not that we necessarily have to legalize it right away, but let's get all the facts on the table. Let's Let's take all the misnomers and throw them out as far as... Is the pharmaceutical industry the one that's actually been blanking at us and saying, this is a bad product? Why do people keep smoking? Why do people keep helping themselves, as they say? If we took marijuana off the earth, I had one, one gentleman tell me this at the Capitol. Just watch how people are going to behave. They're actually medicating themselves with this product. So, again, we'd we love to talk more about opioids versus, you know, the substance that, that, that God put on earth. And why it originally got banned also. And also the benefits of, uh, you know, from shampoo to rope that they make cannabis out of, you know, with hemp. Mm -hmm. And getting rid of that industry entirely. And I've studied that and looked at that because of trees and paper. You know, the, the Constitution was actually written on hemp. No, you know, cannab- uh, cannabis.
1: Yeah, well, God put poppies on the earth, too, and those don't lead to good things either. And right. I'm not saying this is equatable, but, you know, and we're, we're talking about this, and I, the illegal grow operations far exceed the legal grow operations in California, Washington, Oregon area. They have just completely flooded the market with illegal marijuana, driving the legal marijuana farmers out. It hasn't gotten rid of the black market marijuana. In fact, it's increased it. Mm -hmm. Because um, the suppliers, as as I read the article, are, I think they said the state of California consumes what, 2 million pounds of marijuana a year, but they're growing 3.5. So the market's already flooded. Then put in the illegal grows, which are just flooding the market with this other stuff, um, decimating rural counties, farm, ag, water, taking everything. There's little to no enforcement because it's just so rural. And there's no, there's usually one or two officers maybe in these counties and they're 10 million acres plus in some counties are being used for illegal grow operations and they're, they're just powerless to, to control it. And I know through Proposition 64 is that there, there are not allowing these small rural communities. If you don't allow grow operations in your county, you cannot get any state money to help you combat illegal grows. So it's kind of counterintuitive, I think, maybe.
2: Well, what I like to look at is the state you're talking about in California. And as I say in committee hearings, I I try to look at all the different states and the activities and, and, California is an epic disaster on many fronts. True.
1: <laughs> I, won't, <laughs> I won't disagree. Um, in,
2: but, but in all seriousness, I mean, even looking at uh, the legalization and growing hemp and the lack of uh, state police officers, the lack of um, personnel at Purdue University that actually oversaw, you know, the operation. And and to look at that market completely crash, you know, crash out, you know, as far as hemp, you know, and CBD and, and. Who is bashing that particular product? Again, the pharmaceutical industries, you know. Right. But back to your original, um, the, the point that you were making and looking at, I want to I make sure uh, before this is voted on that, we're educated on the issue. Can it, can it benefit uh, constituents and also to keep it out of the hands, cannabis out of the hands of our children? So even looking at the way the brain develops oh, yeah. and, and utilization, it's a whole other show. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole other show as far as uh, um, cannabis and, and children using it and how it alters their brain.
1: Right. And, I mean, you, you know, it's not just kids, too, because I think the brain development, especially for males, you don't really hit that peak till you're 25, 26. So even through the college years, that's going to be a real big issue um, if you're talking about brain activity and those kinds of things you know it's just it's a fascinating topic i mean there there are benefits to it i'm not going to argue that there are far benefits but do they outweigh the that's you know, the question the that's do
0: the do the pros outweigh the cons do the cons outweigh the pros and bob and you can elaborate on this because what i where i feel like i'm hearing you at and I, we've had a conversations about this before is that you're pro legalizing it but you kind of have this like you know, butt in the corner or if, if we do all of this research first?
2: Well, I I feel the research has been done. The research is out there as a state. If we are going to allow it, we have many things that we need to do first as far as medically, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as the recreation aspect. Again, discussing with uh, a 14 year old, 16 year old, 17 year old. Hey, you know, this product and this substance, hey, you just want to get get high you know, I know a number of folks who've come to the state capitol and testified, it's changed their life forever in a bad way because mm-hmm. they used it too early. So are our schools going to educate in, in on this particular substance, you know, in, in the, the benefits and the negatives to it? What I've what I've been told in committee hearings is uh, if, if we do legalize it uh, medically, that the youth will not use it as much. Because now they're looking at it saying, hey, you have to go to this particular dispensary, the store, to purchase it. But then, as Sophia said, now you have the illegal aspect of things, right? People or growing getting it, mom and dads. Right. Getting, getting, <laughs> I mean, there's getting so many having there.
0: someone who's old enough, just like alcohol, yeah. buy it for you, or parents are buying it for you, you're taking your parents, or you're I taking your friends. I mean, we can't friends. keep kids from taking
1: pills that'll kill them. We're not going to keep them from doing the marijuana. That's my opinion.
2: Um, Well, those same parents that are on opioids even that say, hey, here, go ahead and use one of these. I know you hurt your knee. Even even vape
1: pens pens are the same thing. And we've had issues with that because the high concentration of THC is putting kids into paranoid um, psychosis. Mm -hmm. And it's really detrimental when they're taking that inhale of that concentrated THC. It's a real problem.
2: A real problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's just so many things that I I think need to be really carefully measured here before we move forward. And I don't want this just to be a money grab that people are like, oh, let's do it for the money, Um, because I think people are worth more than money.
2: Right. And I think what's very, very important in looking at it it, down the road, and people are like, you think you're going to legalize it this year? You think you're going to (laughs) legalize it next year? We need to start today as far as educating more to our youth instead of just continue to kick the can, right, to say, well, if we do this, if we do that. So so moving forward, uh, you know, I, I want to have some legislation this year as far as educating people on cannabis and having having teachers. You're going to
0: have that, let, you yourself? Yes, you?
2: and I've talked to, to a few colleagues, you know, as far as being the sponsor of it and moving it mm-hmm. forward to actually educate people on cannabis. And, it, and as you're saying, um, Officer, uh, is, is looking at the pros and the cons to it and why to use it and why not to use it.
1: Yeah, but is that really...
2: Well, Mom, why why do you smoke it? Dad, why do you smoke it? Why are you utilizing this? Hey, did you know that? But is
1: that really the job of our teacher to talk about that? And, I mean, there's so much stuff. Is this an elective? Is this a required class? (laughs) No, right. No, I mean, it's like one of those another layer for teachers here who are already swamped.
2: Right, but as you're saying, I mean, as far as coming to school and smelling like cannabis, you know, it, it...
1: yeah, I, mean, I hate that smell. By the way, I, I don't do think too. I could ever smoke it just because it's it bothers
2: me. Yeah, you walk down the street and you can smell it. You Just uh, go to
1: Indianapolis. Bleh. It's now uh, it's not yeah. legal, but you walk down downtown Indianapolis and that's all right. You
2: smell. What is that smell? I mean, so hi, we we need to educate people on it. Why, why are you know veterans, uh, as I said on on Kayla's show, um, retired police officers, retired firefighters that are that are in, in pain that are using it. Uh, in, in gummy form or brownie form, they're they're just going after the one cannabinoid THC to help them sleep better at night. So to, to look at that and utilizing it, I I just feel as a state, as far as educating people on the benefits of this, I'm going to call it a beautiful plant. I mean, as far as the camp, the many cannabinoids and breaking each of those cannabinoids down and the benefits to the body, you know, for it. And, And you're right. I mean, uh, looking at poppy, looking at, you know, the number of different, uh, Drugs that are out there that are, are illegal, but I, I, I really f- believe that, that th- this one in particular, both of these plants, whether it's hemp or marijuana, um, can, can bring many benefits to Hoosiers if used the correct way. So, what
0: I'm hearing you say is that medically, you know, it, it does definitely outweigh any of the cons, the, the medical benefits that it could potentially have for people.
2: Right. Or, and then, and
0: like you're seeing already say, and saying and seeing that it does have for many people.
2: Yeah. And as Sophia is saying, Uh, Ditchweed versus medical, right? And what are we growing and what are we utilizing and what are we using? And that's where the the testimony comes back to. If it's in a dispensary, if it's in a controlled environment, you know what you're getting, you know, as far as studying it. And as far as the FDA goes, as far as the looking at that aspect, I mean, I think we'll all be in a nursing home before they come to a conclusion.
1: (laughs) Right. And I just want to be careful. We're just talking about medical. I mean, we we also give doctors the you know, the ability to write scripts and look what happened with with opiates, you know. So are we going to do the same thing with marijuana? And and honestly, I think we need to really take a good look at the emotional health of people and what are they trying to escape? Is it actually pain that they're trying to do or trying to mask something else that they don't want to work through? Um, So that's where I I I just I just want to be careful. I mean, you know, like I said, I have First-hand knowledge of addiction mm-hmm. um, and that's worrisome for me the future for my children right and it's it's one of those things where I just want to be sure that I am not setting them up for failure at a later time
2: if you could be guaranteed that your, your doctor said hey that this could help you and there's a dispensary there so you're getting a good clean product not laced with fentanyl not laced with something else that this dealer is selling to get them hooked hey you gotta go to 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 Joe over here because he has the best marijuana well, it's laced with fentanyl mm-hmm. right so looking at that side of things and 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 people continually you know uh the blaze bus company you know going going to Michigan you know you can get blaze you can hit the hit a casino up there, whatever else they might be doing, and then you know coming back so I mean looking at that and- no
1: doubt the safety of it coming from a dispensary hands down best thing, but again, it's just predispositions to addiction. Is this going to problem? Because as Nate even said, every person in recovery started with marijuana just about. So it's just one of those things where, you know, he's on the fence too. I think it's just more information, just reading more and maybe getting more educated. Myself, Kayla, and that's what this show all about.
2: That's right. Yeah.
0: I think too, the the really big piece that I, I would love to be peeled back, I get it from a medical perspective, but from a, from a recreational perspective, we kind of hit on it a little bit. Just this why behind people choose to toke up to begin with, I feel like there's a bigger issue there where we're masking and treating the symptom and not really talking about said problem because for me in my generation i am a little bit younger than both of you yes i will say it but you know i grew up pot is bad pot is bad you're going to be a pothead you're going to waste your life you're not going to accomplish anything like that's just the messaging that's been poured in for me and my generation so i look at this and i think at least from a recreational point of view and to some degree a medical point of view but you could make that argument for most drugs it's just like all right we're just going to mask the the issue and treat the symptoms and go be a pothead
1: yeah same here I mean, I, I, and, you know, it's only through work with mental health and just my own work um, just through life and this career is like I, I don't like to try and hide things. I need to work through them for me because it makes me a better person. But if someone doesn't have those tools or access to the things I do resource-wise, mm-hmm. you know – Yeah, they're going to escape. And this is a form of escape. Oh, you have anxiety? anxiety? Go be a pothead. You can't sleep? Go be a pothead. Um, Oh, you don't want to deal with life? Go be a pothead. Yeah, and I told you after the show, I remember the one commercial that sticks in my mind was this guy smoking weed in the basement, playing video games with a friend, and they're eating, you know, snacks, and his (laughs) mom's yelling from upstairs, you better apply for that job. Mm -hmm. You're not going to live in the basement. And, you know, the end line was marijuana can make nothing happen, too. I just don't want it to get marijuana to point. can make nothing happen to. You. I like yeah. that, and I did just don't want to. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, how productive are you going to be, and and how are we going to measure? I mean, what is this going to do for businesses? Are people going to be high? I mean, even officers, you know. I mean, I know policies dictate that, but you know, what I do off duty and what's the level I need to come in to work and I can't do it at all. Or, you know, it's just one but of those things. But that's to your point too, Bob, because I'm with you, Sophia. I have all that too. But then
0: that goes, because that's how we've been trained. A lot of it from our parents, from the media, what have you. But to you're almost saying like re-educate people.
2: Right, educate on them. On, uh, you guys are talking about marijuana. I want to talk about hemp. Let's smoke hemp without <laughs> without the THC in there. So oh, if
1: there's no THC then it well, yeah. then we're down. So, so yeah, we're, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, so I'm we're saying, does let's, it smell like marijuana? It
2: smells just like ah, it. So, man. so let's go let's go be a pothead, right? Yeah. And let's let's you know, and you're not gonna go be a
0: hemp head. But let's yeah. just
2: take that one cannabinoid out of the product. Okay. So so why are they smoking hemp? They call it a European high. Because there's different cannabinoids in, in higher levels beneficial. of the cannabinoids in hemp that are beneficial. Yeah. So that, that's what I'm saying. What are we going after this substance huh. for? Why does why, why someone want to smoke it? Why does someone want to take an edible to, to help them with which area? And they've actually researched it and figured out that they have you know chronic pain, and this is why they want to use this product. So what we're saying is, no, you can't use that. But it's isn't bad. that already
1: legal with the CBD? With the far act Ag-
2: but you through? hemp flour is not legal in the state of Indiana.
1: Okay, all right, did not know that. So
2: because so many people think, well, it's it's marijuana. marijuana. It's actually okay. hemp, hmm. which in, in, no, nope, it's still marijuana. marijuana. I'm just still-
1: speaking THC marijuana right. when I'm talking. I wasn't. And so to let, the hemp let's flour. let's
2: just talk diet marijuana. Yeah, I know right? nothing I mean, about that. You so you're not really educate
1: me as far as <laughs>
2: diet marijuana goes. And diet, you know, it's cannabis. You can both these plants are growing right next to each other, and law enforcement shows up and says you're under arrest. Well, the, this is the hemp plant. Oh, okay. Now now I understand. So, again, educating folks and then talking to police officers, it's one of their, their main things that they use when searching a car. We smell marijuana. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. Well, so it if, gives us access to the car.
2: That's right. So, from my perspective, in looking at that and law enforcement saying, no, this is yeah, – well, let, let's step back for a minute and – and and look at the issue and the problem and and study it. You don't not like, study but, even it, but let's act but upon even it. Let's so do we it do it. have
1: test kits that we can bring on scene and t- I think it tests for THC. So we would That's know true. whether or not it was that or not. because um, we do get a lot of fake stuff like oregano and stuff but that obviously doesn't smell like marijuana. Really? Yeah. But oh uh, yeah, people oh. still do
2: that. Oregano, I, antiviral, antibacterial, yeah. yeah. <laughs> other good, good, yeah. good stuff. Yeah, oregano I oil. Is great for you. I think
1: my biggest <laughs> takeaway though
0: speaking of education that I learned and I I don't know if this is silly that I didn't know this but Hemp has no THC. Marijuana does. That I didn't I, know either. I, I so didn't realize that. I think I've that. used those two words interchangeably. I've used hemp lotion. Yeah, I, same. Same. Used <laughs> hemp lotion.
1: So I to mean, make sure I, you pass
2: I, that I test coming up.
1: That was like <laughs> one of my college days back, so,
2: day back when. So very high levels of mega fatty acid? No, you're fine. You're not going to pop yeah. any any.
1: Well, we can't even use test. CBD oil. Right. They told us we shouldn't.
2: Which, again, Mm. uneducated. Well, yeah, but, you know,
1: it's one of those things where I'm not willing to lose my job over it. So in the
2: state of Indiana, you need a QR code on the product Uh, as far as the CBD goes. You need the, the batch number, and that's all traceable back to the manufacturer. So you know it's a clean product. So we put that in the state law. Don't quote me on that. 2018, 2019, yeah. whatever that might have been.
1: Have a talk with our bosses upstairs.
2: Well, <laughs> in, 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 in a... Because
1: my knee could probably use it.
2: It definitely could use it. It could definitely. I, help say, you I out. use it
0: too, for yeah. mostly primarily for aches and pains or what have you. Yeah. Um, I mean,
1: if this is a separate talk of hemp and marijuana, then I'm really interested in the hemp portion without the THC, because that I think is. Ladies
2: the, and the gentlemen, problem. the next show is. Yeah, so I have.
1: you're gonna have to put a pin on it <laughs> yeah. or yes. pin in it. Um, I I feel like it's a great
0: start. Bob, I feel like that we might have to bring you back as these pot conversations continue. Can we do that? Absolutely. Put me on the spot. Sophia, who do you have for us next weekend?
1: So next week we have um, a doctor coming in, as a psychiatrist, Dr. Tim Kowalski. He's going to come in and talk to us a little bit about the effects of marijuana on the brain, those kinds of things from a psychiatric point of view. So we can talk about you know the brain formulation and what's detrimental to that as we're kind of growing into that brain and kind of uh, becoming an adults and how that marijuana could affect that.
0: Thanks for being here with us. We appreciate it. If you've missed any previous uh, episodes of Unholstered, you can download us anywhere. You download a podcast. Uh, Pot Talk, episode number one, was last weekend. This, obviously, number two. The conversation going to continue as we all get educated on whether or not we want to legalize marijuana. I think I'm still a little bit foggy, but maybe we'll learn more next weekend here on Unholstered.
1: Podcasts by Federated Media.